What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode 161. Today's topic is sanitizing data stored in custom fields in something called WordPress. We're going to go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced all the way on the far left in alphabetic order. Brian, Brian, tell us about yourself. I am a uh, Brian Hogg. I am a WordPress developer. I teach the WordPress. I run the WordPress uh, conference in Hamilton, and I'm in jolly old England right now. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yes. David Arsenault, what about you? I'm a WordPress developer, and I work at Seek. Sweet. Russ, what about you? Uh, I'm Russ. I run Vegas WordCamp, the WordPress meetup here in Vegas. I just spoke at WordCamp Sacramento, and uh, I am not say read media on all the things. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> what about you? That's called double exposure, by the way. Thanks. I appreciate that layering. It's a new marketing concept. Um, I suppose that is my double exposure is illegal in some states. <laughs> Not in Vegas. What about you, Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah Weefald. I'm the production manager at Seek Interactive, and I'm Sarah Weefald on the Twitter. And I do the uh, OC WordCamp design meetup the first Monday of every month. Sweet. Say, what about you? Oh, hi guys. My hi name's Say Reed. Hi, And um. I love me some WordPress. Break me off a piece of that. Uh, and at Say Read Media on all the things. Make WordPress all the all the WordPresses do the things. Nice. Steve. Steve. What about you? I'm Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. So calm and collected. I'm Jason really? Tucker. You can find me Jason Tucker on Twitter. I blog over at WPMedia.pro and JasonTucker.us. So, a couple weeks back, we talked a little bit about sanitizing all the data. And we wanted to kind of uh, circle back around because one of the focuses that we wanted to really talk about is in regard to uh, something called Advanced Custom Fields, which is kind of my favorite plugin to install and mess around with when building a website. So, um, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about the idea of sanitizing that data and what happens when you, say, disable Advanced Custom Fields or if you're using some other plugin that you're going to be feeding data into it. What happens then? Well, so, you know, when I looked up data sanitization on Wikipedia, it took me right to it took me right to code injection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's important to sanitize if you're going to inject. <laughs> so code, code injection is supported by JavaScript, right? Getting warm in here, quick. <laughs> I mean, I would use a nice cotton swab first. David, David Arsenault. Bring us back here. Tell us about code injection. <laughs> well, uh, if you allow users, random passersby, to post stuff on your site, they're going to try to do bad things, like sneak in a little bit of JavaScript that will uh, be invisible to the casual passerby, but will have terrible power, and it must be protected against. They can also do things like uh, do what's called an SQL injection, which... Uh, can engage in a great deal of mischief. It's like the XKCD or cartoon. Yep. Yeah, I've got it memorized. It's it's the three two seven cartoon. <laughs> that'll and that'll go in the show notes. Like that, number three seven. Notes. Oh, it's like the 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 yeah, cartoon. XK, they don't have search friendly URLs there on XKCD. They're all numbered. Of course not. Why would they? <laughs> I mean, come on. All the text is in the photo. You might as well just like go all out and just not do any SEO. 
and yet still they rank. Um, so what are we really talking about here? What are we talking about? That's what we were going to say. I was like, what the hell are we talking about? Are we talking about Clorox? Because we're, we're I talking think about, that was a couple of sessions We're talking about forms. We're, we, I mean, this originally came about when we were talking about user-generated content, forms, yeah. things like that. So when you have a form, when you have user-generated content on your site, you're open, you're open up to vulnerabilities. Yeah. Well, so before contact forms were like this big thing, and you could let people input data on your site, um, wow, I have a really wicked feedback. Anyways, you used to have to let people have a username and login to go into your WordPress site, and then they could do their own hackery in there. So now we have contact forms to kind of have that outside barrier to let people post blog posts on your site, but you need a way to filter what they are putting in just instead of saying publish automatically. We, we need a way to go through and read what they're putting in before we just say, go ahead and put this in my database. Yeah. That's where sanitization comes in. <laughs> well, you should always have a conversation before you say, go ahead and put this in my database. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, but, if somebody's, but if somebody's making an exploit like David's describing, it doesn't matter if it's going to go draft or publish by default, right? I mean, the exploit's going to happen. Well, it's already in the database. Draft it's in the database. It's, you still can't trust the data when it comes out, right? So right. Well, well. So what you're so doing? So what do you do, guys? <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. We're ah. I, I tell my visitors. <laughs> We've got to, this, is a, this is a very narrow topic. We've got to stretch this week. We've got to fill a half an hour worth of space. Like all four. We're only five minutes in. That's for time's sake. This is slow it this, down. This is totally the difference between designers and developers, where we're like we're we're trying to easily explain how to filter like greater than less than tags, and she's just like, how do you do? Oh, 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 hold please. I believe that you're making an assumption that I'm a designer because I have breasts. That's not what's happening. No, oh, no, no. 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 I'm, not, I'm not a designer. Learning code, come on. I'm not it's a designer. Just, just, I'm we just know a that patient. David Arsenault should not be the designer. That's that's what we, that's what we know. <laughs> I am just impatient. Continue on with your devolving of the problems. Okay. I we got yes. derailed. Where did we leave uh, off? Escape HTML. Next question. So uh, well, the, okay. the thing was is that you got somebody that's submitting uh, submitting something to the site and that they're being stored in the database. You know, I tell people write me a text file, leave it on my front door, and then maybe I'll put it into the database. No, but that's kind of what we're, that's kind of the thing is. That's kind of the thing there is that you need to be able to look at it before it even hits the database. And you know, Brian in the in the chat was saying here about using um, escaping uh, HTML and kind of going through getting that into an error into a way so that it can't be uh, uh, weaponized if you will once it hits the database well yeah but even if you know even if you are sanitizing and validating you've still got to worry you still got to not trust what's you're outputting, obviously, because someone could have direct access to the database, muck around, whatever. So, <laughs> you yeah, still got to still got uh, to not trust anything that you're outputting. But if you're allowing someone to blanket, <laughs> so much crazy on the chat. If you're allowing someone to uh, to just blanket output uh, HTML, then uh, yeah, that's where where do you stop, right? If you actually allow someone to put legit script tags and output it, how do you sanitize that? How do you know, you know, poor... So that's when you're person. saying you're intentionally allowing them to put code in. Sure, yeah. But then okay. you have to basically screen the code, even exactly. another step, yeah. other than even just screening for code and Xing that out. Exactly. Now you're talking about if you want code. Yeah. No, I don't know, just blew up my brain, side. so I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> they, they have a full family of, of sanitization functions. Okay. So, uh, 
they all have names like ESC underscore HTML. And uh, you can filter out raw HTML, uh, attributes, contents of text area tags. Oh, is this the kisses? I love kisses. This is my favorite thing. Kisses. And URLs. It's right so up there with uh, WPCLI. Yes. Kisses. And uh, Brian oh. said in, in the, the text chat, WPKSES. That's something like, like kill... Let's bring this down to earth for one second here, okay? So if I'm <laughs> if I'm using if I'm using gravity forms, is the data sanitized for me automatically? Yes. I yes. believe so. I mean, was that a Are question? you guessing? Because I feel like I'm asking. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I the, follow the, the, the reason why we frequently end up using gravity forms is because it cuts down the amount of time we have to spend escaping the heck out of every single input we put into a website. Well, okay. So can well, I make the same assumption about ninja forms and, and uh, what's the contact? Formidable. Formidable yeah. Pro. And I would like to make that kind of an assumption, but uh, I don't That's why I'm asking the group. Well, well uh, I, I, I would say I would say yes because Ninja Forms is on the repo, and I don't think Pippin would let a plugin go on there without escaping HTML or Mika for that matter. With okay. web security, there's the maxim trust but verify. You get a plugin, you get its source. It's not supposed to be obfuscated if it's in the repo, so you can, in theory, go read through it yourself and see and do your own due diligence. <clears throat> Right, but I mean, our audience isn't going to be able to do that. So I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I, 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 I'm asking these questions because I don't want to make these assumptions. I mean, we're yeah. talking about some developer stuff, but if right. I'm already using some of the standard form plugins that are out there, is this just taking care of for me? Well, in so, in September, for the most part, yes. in September, security disclosed that Jetpack um, uh, vulnerability where you could put an email address in the contact form page and it would get stored. And then it it would open that up, so um, I think that was, um, was that, blocked though. George, where's George? Where's <laughs> George? <laughs> um, I'm putting the link to the security security blog on the in the chat, so um, it'll be in there. But I think they they patched that, but that's the same type of thing because it says in here the email is not sanitized properly um, for Jetpack, and I mean that's what you would definitely assume that the ones closest to the the mothership would at least sanitize. Their data, so I don't think assumptions of sanitization is really a good plan. But what what kind of information going into the database do we need to look out for? Like, what are we sanitizing out? So you're you're trying to like foreign characters, like no, like when somebody's using a form, they should not be using a percent sign. They should not be using the greater than less than signs. And then my name well, becomes percent percent everywhere. That's why I can type my. So well, what happens? What happens if you allow that? So when you look at a website, you see all these pretty things like pictures and colors and text. But when you actually view the page source, you actually see all the code. And you see greater than, less than, brackets, stuff like that. So what you're doing is, is you're filtering out all the stuff that the, the server is going to process and turn into code and make it run and do something. That was, that was a great explanation. Thank you. That was. All right, we can end there. Thanks, Jason. Goodbye. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, just like I, ex I explain to clients all the time. I'm like, listen, you have this amazing website, but here's what your website really is, is this series of code, and here's how that link looks to a computer, not to the naked eye. Is that like the Internet is a series of tubes? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. no, no, it, it's all not ones and zeros. It's, it's a big computer zeros. in the sky, guys. Big computer in the sky.
No one's dead. What? Big computer guy. That's yeah. what I like to start with with my clients when I'm teaching. Why? Listen, listen, no one's dead. Yeah. No one's dead. <laughs> so, well, I'll just get imported into that big computer in the sky, and then we'll download our. Wow. Yeah. What was that, David? It's wireless. <laughs> it's wireless. <laughs> it's in the cloud. I think this is going to be go uh, uh, as uh, one of our top shows. So let's, yeah, let's, for sure. We've talked about sanitizing going in, but what about the fact that when you're outputting that data, then what? Are you... You, know, you can't. You have to basically. If it's a number, it should be a number, and you treat it as a number. If it's a URL, Actually, it should be nothing but a URL. You got to check that when you output. So what we're talking about is essentially making sure that the data that the user is putting in is the data that you're requesting, and that's about it, right? That's what we're talking about with sanitizing data. It's not like it's going through like some UV sanitizer or some other program. It's just basically confirming that the data you're asking for is the data you're getting. I.e., this is a number, I or this is an email address, or this is a all text and no characters, right? Sure, so and that's, not assuming, that's yeah. the encompassing of sanitization. If you do that, you've sanitized your data. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, if you've no. got, if you've, if it's not a number and you're expecting a number, then you got to output, you got to treat it as that and mask it. But otherwise, yeah, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> if that's you're assuming it, anything, if you're just raw outputting what's in the database, then then you're. Well, in and that's what's that's what's really cool about gravity forms is like when you drag a field in, you can say, okay, this is a phone number, and this is how the phone number should look. You can dictate how that phone number should read in the field, and then so you you're essentially sanitizing it through that way too. Is you can put that filter on it. To that end, though, there are a lot of forms that I literally can't fill out with my actual name because they won't permit me to. First yes. of all, sometimes they're like, two letters does not constitute a name. So I'm like, the, is it because you then, have the accent? And yeah. then if I put the accent, no, I get asked, act, axed out both times, like with two letters as my name or with the accent. So there's, you know, I don't think you can assume that someone's name isn't two letters. But I, no. I understand the accent part, but, but when we're talking no, about why? internationalization, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that stuff needs to be included. There's some pretty standard stuff that I have not been able to put my accent on. Well, it, well, um, I'd be trying to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, to, be accessible. To your to your credit, say we had Sanitized. that talk. Uh, we had that talk a couple shows ago about prefixing plugin data, and I said I was going to use your name, and you said say is not a good thing to prefix your plugin data with. I think that goes to credit that that internet internize that. I can't say that word. Internationalization. <laughs> I have the worst the word big, of the day. The big wide world. <laughs> yeah, but just going back, like I never thought to check to see the number of characters in a name. I would that would have never came up to me. Don't you just love those password fields as what well, if, where it's like invalid what, character and passwords? Like, what, what if I change my name to a symbol, like like print? Yeah. <laughs> then you're just you're dumb. So, okay, the print symbol is an official letter. The print symbol is official letters. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. The other people question, have guys. an official letter for the print symbol. Wait, wait, so, wait so we have a real question. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. You're trying to enter that in. Can your website handle the print symbol? In no. So what happens uh -huh. if you are just blindly outputting whatever some weird thing somebody's put into your site, and you end up like outputting a blindly a bunch of like PHP and SQL? 
what what is the worst that can happen? Your site just looks like garbage. It, it, it actually causes <laughs> the space time continuum. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 actually, what happens like, is if you're if you're caught and and they're using your site as to hijack it because it's mostly they don't care about what's actually on your site. If this is happening, for the most part, it's using it as a relay for for spam stuff. And then that's when you you know basically get flagged by Google, and then your client's blacklisted, and then you have to move off of Bluehost, and all sorts of things happen. Yeah. Or, or, or you just went right to the Bluehost. Was no, no, no. Bluehost. I just did it. Me off of Bluehost was the end. That's the end. I, I, uh, in and threw I, it. I unhacked someone this week from Bluehost. So that's all. The, 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 so the, whether uh, you're on Bluehost or not, the end result is you've got to move off of Bluehost. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It any set of instructions. It doesn't matter. Well, well, Don't be so, on Bluehost. So, so what is the internet. So, so what can happen, though, is that somebody could write a script and they could um, display some information on a site and essentially I could get your username and password to your database and then I could hack my way into your site that way. So that's, that what, we're that's what we're trying to do is you're trying to stop people from outporting or, or exporting or displaying bad information, such I as... Like outporting. I like outporting, too. That's a good thing. <laughs> I think we yeah. should switch that. That's got a patent pending. Okay, so this is a bit of a leading question, but could yeah. this potentially destroy your database? Yes. 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 They could literally do anything that, like, if you're logged in as admin and someone has hacked your site with something like this, they could do anything as if they're you. So yeah, they yeah, could delete, 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 delete all the posts, delete all the things. And but the thing is we that when people are talking about this. Noob. Everyone has the, like it's not going to happen to me mentality about this type of thing. Oh, it's um, going to happen to you. Yeah, that's what <laughs> it's going to hurt. It's going to happen, and you're not going to be happy. And if you don't have multiple backups, you're going to yeah. have a site that's hacked as your backup, which I've had with a lot of different clients. Yeah. You have like a backup that just keeps that one backup instead of like Vault Press, which does the multiples. Yeah. And then you've got your hacked backup. And you got nothing at that point. And what's really worse is if you have, if, if you're collecting data from your customers, if that data becomes uh, vi like um, vulnerable or is exposed, then you have to deal with that. You have to deal with letting all of your customers know that you were hacked and their data might be vulnerable. And if they have passwords, they have to change them. Or if they have any, you know, useful information in there, it might be hacked. Who knows? So you don't. You just really don't want that. Yeah, and how do you think no, you the, uh, all those adult sites get hacked <laughs> and their usernames? You know, You're just trying to get it to adult? What? What just happened? What happened? <laughs> oh, well, you know those high-profile uh, dating sites, quote-unquote like dating Ashley sites? Madison? Have been it's yes. been... We don't, we don't, like, have to not name them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> name names, David. We're all going to Copyright. <laughs> Don't say Ashley Madison. So, yeah, you said Ashley it again. Did, so, was the Ashley Madison hack a, an SQL injection? I think it's trying to be. I think that's the whole point of this. <laughs> wow. Well, so, so I, I was reading this blog post about it, and they they defined specifically how they hacked it. No, nobody said how they hacked it yet. I, I don't think it was <laughs> a, a MySQL injection. I think they they took vulnerability of of some scripts is what I think they did. I think Ashley Madison's data was definitely unsanitized. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good joke. Good joke. Okay, <laughs> everything. Plenty of on that site. Storing their passwords as plain text. 
Yeah. All unsanitized. The whole point of the site is unsanitized. Unsanitized inputs. It's true. Yes. <laughs> but isn't sanitized inputs if robots are the ones do? Uh, oh, the it's content. true. Yeah, the whole site was bots, right? <laughs> <laughs> now this is developer, but there's a way to, to throw all the worst stuff at it. There's a, a GitHub repository called Big List of Naughty Strings. What? Ooh. This is the funniest <laughs> show we've like ever done. So, so what constitutes a naughty string? Is that like 80085? Like, is that a naughty string? No, it's more like... 8675309. All the quotes. Or the, the longest single word in that uh, that you can pipe through I thought, I thought that word. It's I thought that word all was kinds of crazy mark. stuff. What are you saying, David? <laughs> what he's saying is that if you wanted to, if you wanted to use this for for testing purposes, you could take this big list of naughty strings that that I just linked into the show notes here, and you can you can take that and use it as your way of um, you know trying to hack the site or trying to throw stuff at. Like you're various... talking about trying to hack your own site. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, as testing. Okay, I missed that somehow. I was well, not. I hate to say this because of the people that I'm with, but you need to do penetration penetration testing. (laughs) 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 And and if if you're not doing that, then what's happening is that you are just allowing your site to get hacked because you haven't done the penetration testing. Wait, your input is sanitized. You've say, got a lot of penetration. Say, say penetration again. Just do it. No, wait. I want to just be clear about what we're talking about this. In order to check that you're you're you've sanitized your injections, you definitely need to penetrate your database with a big list of naughty strings. This is what I'm getting. Steve. Okay. Cool. Just checking. That is exactly it. Well, so so at, as a. <laughs> As a plug-in We're developer. all 12. That's what's happening. <laughs> well, that's the problem. This is when you start like having all these double entendres and you've got a room full of nerds. <laughs> also, I, who names all this stuff? That's so, all I have to say. Yeah. So as a plug-in yeah. developer, I offer, so- I offer <laughs> software licenses. And so what I do is uh, I, I wrote some code and uh, I run a script that says check to see if this license is valid. Well, essentially, I found a problem with my code, and you could just enter one 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 one, and it would say yes, it's valid. So anybody could validate their plugin. So again, I What's had. What's that to, plugin's name? Uh, <laughs> it was called Say Read Media All the Things Plugin dot com. <laughs> it just saves up all your sites. That's awesome. It just basically insults you in every way possible. Is what it does. It just makes a bunch of snarky jokes. Uh, but it, so it, it I mean, the big list of naughty strings. But, yeah, but so, I, 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 so I actually had to start sanitizing that data and making sure that two like two numbers should never ever be together. Like it's very rare that two nines are going to be by each other. So I had to sanitize all that data coming in to check for valid licenses. That's another Wait, thing. So it's so just looking rare, it up in the database? Hold yeah. on. If it's very rare, I mean, that's a weird thing to sanitize against, like two numbers next to each other, right? Because, like, uh-huh. that's going to happen. 
Well, yeah, but it's not gonna have. It's not gonna be like everything that comes out is not gonna and have. Screw that one guy. Year. You don't even care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> screw him. What the yeah. hell? But but it, it it's just to say that you know like if someone's gonna try to hack your site, they're gonna try to use one 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 as a pin code, and then one 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 two, and so you know like you want to stop people from trying to run that many queries on trying to hack your site is what I was getting at. So, what is other than using kind of these pre-made, I mean, I guess that's the answer, right, is you use the pre-made plugins because they already have that built in, and you they, you can set it so that it's built in. It's not necessarily happening unless you put that, that restriction on that field. So it's not like if you just bust open, you know, gravity forms and do something without putting any restrictions on it that it's automatically going to sanitize anything or check against anything. You yeah. still have to tell it what data you're looking for. So is that the best way? That's just it? Use a pre-made solution? Yeah. If you're doing something custom, at least, if you're non-techie, at least ask them about it. <laughs> you know, are you sanitizing? Are you validating? And if they look at you funny, then maybe get on your developer. Our takeaway from this is always wrap up your code. <laughs> <laughs> You can go too far in the other direction. I'm friends with someone whose last name is No. That's all. Like in real life. They, yes, in real life, Mr. and well, he and his wife, they they have Mr. such Mr. trouble Mr. on the internet. Mr. and Dr. No. That's awesome. Wow. I really that see it's like the same thing with my name. So that it's funny because like. I always think that sanitizing data is so much more elaborate than 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 this. Like, it's just so you're like Russ is saying, oh well, don't put two numbers together. I guess that'll work. Like, how is this just so randomized? Like, it it I don't know. The way well, everyone talks about it, I always thought I was doing something wrong or wasn't doing enough because I do all those things. But so 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 here's here's the thing is. Somebody can write a script, and, and if you are not limiting the number of logon attempts, like let's take logon attempts, if you're not limiting that number of logon attempts, somebody can just write a thing, and it's going to try 1111, 1112, 1113, and it's, a, it's just going to keep going. So what I was getting at is, like, I we know this now. It's been a few years that people try to do this. So if you can try to protect your site against people from doing that, you're not, you know, it's going to take them 10 years to hack your thing because they're going to try sequentially every single time to hack your site. You know, th that's just something that you I learned at a very early age that that's how sites get hacked. Really very, early. Very early age, like like last year. <laughs> it was like when AOL 2.0 came out. I'm 30. I'm 30. You know that's those true. QA tester jokes? You were sanitizing okay. your forms with AOL. <laughs> no, no, I, I was using an AOL that. connection, and then I was writing code. I was doing that. Oh wow! Were you on local? Yeah. QA tester goes into a bar, orders a beer, orders negative five beers. ASL. <laughs> orders <laughs> cat tender owes him money. <laughs> so, um, is there any sort of is? I guess what I'm asking is, there any sort of external thing other than what's baked into the plugins? There's not like a data sanitization plugins. No, it's, just, it's in core WordPress, a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah well, you're, just, well, you're just checking I, your own data. You use what's there. 
Well, well, not only that, but like if you go into the comment filters, there's like bad words or words that you want to not allow in comments. I mean, there's stuff like that that you can essentially hook into and put into your own plugin. There's there's core stuff like that. But to your point, yeah, there's nothing that just says WordPress database sanitization plugin. Yeah, like there's nothing like that. <laughs> no. Which I think Steve is building, by the way. No, it's a checkbox in this in the settings file. It's, it's, yeah. it's just one checkbox that says, do you want to sanitize? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. And then you get like a little gift pack mailed to you, and it's like Clorox yeah. and like a... There is, is, there, is there ever any reason where you would not want to sanitize your inputs? <laughs> well, if you trust them, <laughs> if, you're, if you're in a committed relationship, after <laughs> three, I don't know how to answer that. How, if you really know your user, you know yeah. what I mean. That's all I'm saying. You guys are really comfortable. I think the answer to that question. I think the answer to that question is after a three-day camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, I want to know why you have two computers talking to each other on your shelf in the back there. They're like, they're, they're, you see them? Well, they're in a timeout. Well, well uh, see, when two, computer, when two computers love each other, very close. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't oh, I see the bucket going between them. They I'm just actually, their data, and now they have a little unit. I'm actually... I'm actually starting computermadison.com. <laughs> oh, I love it when we're 12. It's my favorite. I think this beats that social media episode, though. though. <laughs> you can't beat that episode. You There's really no. can't. Everyone should go find it right now because it's priceless. Jason, yeah. what episode number is that? Oh, I'd have to do some Googling. It's not, no, it's exactly all, I thought it was all up here. No, I, I spent the entire time talking about how you shouldn't use social media. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, that way to, way to go, guys. I'm glad that you didn't get the former social media consultant on that show. Yeah, awesome. we did it. Well, well, social media. So. To be fair, Zuckerberg was in India. I'm just saying, you know, like. <laughs> what? Sometimes, sometimes, Russ, your humor. It's, a, she, it's, she, a, it's said, over here. She, she Brian, said, she Brian said Brian 56. I've turned it. 61. 56. 61. The do's and don'ts of social media. No, 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 it was 61. It was, was our favorite people one. to follow. It was our favorite people to follow on social media. That's the one that it was. Uh, and we, we were like, what does that mean? Why are we following people? Who follows anybody? <laughs> we're in social media. <laughs> we're such nerds. Oh, no, no. We're supposed to. That, that is about follow. it. Oh, thank God. That's it. <laughs> That's it, right? This is a good so, intro for Brian. I'm really uh, glad to have you so here. Thanks talking, for coming on. Since we're talking about social media, make sure you go to our website at wrcore.com. Click on the links there and subscribe if you want to follow us and see all the you stuff do that, that we're doing. Follow you thing. Can click hey. on the Twitter stuffs there. Hey, yes, Jason. Steve? Jason, remind me never to suggest a show topic during the show ever again. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. It's committing too much. You usually just do it and then Please. we just sit there. <laughs> Uh, yep, that's about it. All right, guys, thank you very much for being on. I'll see you all later. Bye-bye.